SC-1138 is all clear and clanker free. This is Clone Army Radio. What is up, Clone Army? We are back. Last week we covered Old Friends Not Forgotten, part one of the Siege of Mandalore. And as you guessed it, this week is part two, The Phantom Apprentice. And we have a uh, we have a new co-host this week. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Quatros. I was like <laughs> I was like, who? who <laughs> oh, you didn't get the news? You've been yeah. cut. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, I guess I'll uh, be going now. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Commander Quatros, even though you've been here since day one. Glad to be here in my new uh, pers- persona, if you will. Uh, still human cyborg relations. Yeah. life. Oh, oh, he throws that back. Force. <laughs> That's for your old schoolers. Force life. Nice. My name is constantly changing, so be on the lookout for new renditions. You're like you're like a man with many hats, but you're a man with many names, right? A man with many names, yes. <laughs> and as per huge, I am just Arc Trooper Fives. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Fives. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that little droid. That's a good one. Um, so I think we're just going to kind of hop right into this thing. Uh, the first thing I noticed, I'm sure you noticed it. No intro in this one at all. No like, intro. Like last episode, there was, you know, a different type of intro. There was the Star Wars theme and all of that. This one just pops in the the Lucasfilm, the part two, the Phantom Apprentice you know, I think it was dead silent. And then you get, uh, it cuts right into where the last episode left off with, with Ahsoka holding her lightsabers. And, uh, Captain talks a lot, Darth Maul, or I mean, half Maul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's all like, this cracks me up. It's like, Ahsoka Tano, is it? I can't say yours is a name familiar to me. Then how does he know who she is? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. How did she? How was he like Ahsoka Tano? Yeah, how, how did he know her name? And it's not like she says, "I'm Ahsoka Tano. I'm coming in, and I'm coming to get you." <laughs> right? <laughs> He's, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I didn't really. I don't know. I think that was just kind of no offense. Obviously, the the well, the, not like they'd be offended anyways. They make tons of money. Just kind of bad writing on that part. Just so, that part. Yeah. You know. Because it just doesn't um, make sense. The one thing we do have to go on, the title of the the episode, The Phantom Apprentice, just to get your thoughts real quick, uh, question, who is The Phantom Apprentice? Anakin. Well, yeah. Yeah. But could could the case be made that, like, um, Mm. Ahsoka could be The Phantom Apprentice, or even Darth Maul was an original Phantom Apprentice? Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess it could. It could technically go any way. Um, it sort of gets a little revealed in this this episode later on, though. Right. Um, you know that that Anakin has been molded into being the next apprentice. So that's kind of where I went. But but there's also a case, I guess, that could be made that you know Maul is trying to work some angles in the background, kind of like his former master. To where he, you know, because you you refer to Palpatine as the Phantom Menace, right? Right. So then you've got his former apprentice kind of doing a similar, not as big, obviously not on that grand scale of taking over the galaxy, but he's, you know, a crime syndicate leader. He's running the Mandos and all that. So, I mean, he is kind of Phantom E and he was an apprentice. Um what are what are your thoughts on on Ahsoka being potential? Well, the thing is, is um, it seems like uh, Maul tr- is trying to recruit her after you know what I mean mm-hmm. in this episode. So it kind of seems like she could be his Phantom Apprentice if he's the master. There's a couple of things he goes. Um, he says everything you've done has led to this moment, and I see that it right everything you've done has led up to this moment so i don't know that's like a sentence that kind of stood out to me Mm -hmm. and then there's another one where he goes i see the padawan needs another lesson (laughs) i love that line or you know i'm paraphrasing but so he calls her a padawan so i'm thinking you know, there's. I think there's multiple phantom apprentices, apprentici. I guess you could say, <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, I mean, Anakin being the, like, you know, phantom apprentice A, you know, Maul being you know B, and then you know, slightly you know, coming in third is a potential phantom menace of uh, Ahsoka, and Ahsoka is trying to get Maul to kind of join her side too. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? There's a lot of apprenticeships that are being thrown out there. Right. Um, I mean, I guess the one like tiny argument about Ahsoka would be that he knows that she is, uh, Anakin's former Padawan. She was right. never, well, I guess technically she was promoted to Jedi Knight, but that was when she gave the council the finger and left. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so she's not technically a Jedi Knight. Um, if she was still with the order, I mean, but yeah, no, I mean, that's good. I, I was just like straight forward. It's Anakin and, and here, here comes uh Quattros with some other ideas. I like it. Uh, also, if you want to go another, another route, she was a phantom apprentice of Anakin because she didn't show up in the movies. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> another way you could take it, you know what I mean? Another, another angle. So I think it's a very cool title. And I think it could point to a lot of different directions. Yeah. And because we kind of see where she was during the movies, you know, what she was doing. So. Right. Which is really cool. I wonder which, which one Dave Filoni was, was, you know, really going with, but it's hard. It's hard to, to, to not it, for it not to be Anakin, you know, as we'll find out a little bit, but. Right. Well, you know, when we have Dave Filoni on our show in the year 3000, right. 
3,000. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was totally hoping you were going to do that. <laughs> 3,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, 21 years old? No, 22 years old. <laughs> Conan O'Brien. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow, why'd you have to put a, a, a number on that? Because <laughs> it's still good. Oh, I know. But it made me feel very old. <laughs> that was awesome, though. I'm glad you did it, because that was what was in my head when I said 3,000. I'm like, I hope he says it. We just dated ourselves. <laughs> yep. It happens. Um. So, you know, he's... Uh, I wanted to ask you, there's like that quick conversation... Um. Maul says something like, you know, I imagine we have uh, several mutual friends and Ahsoka, you know, says, I wouldn't put it that way. And he goes, of course not. But I'm afraid your your way of thinking is behind the times. Yes. What do you think he means by that? Well, he knows what's up. He knows that Darth Sidious is in charge of both sides of the war. And it's coming to an end. His, like, uh, Maul has these um, calculations. If my calculations are correct, Mm -hmm. he knows that um, the time has come that Darth Sidious is going to like reveal himself and um, it's, it's over for the Jedi and for the Republic. Uh, Well, not the Senate, but you know, I think doesn't Darth Maul know that Palpatine and Sidious are the same. I I believe so. And see, I thought, too, that uh, I think Dooku also knew that. Dooku does? I think so. Because okay. that, that look that he gives uh, Palpatine in Revenge of the Sith when he does the do it, um, do it. Uh, uh, you know, or not, Well, actually, it's before that. When he says, kill him, kill him now. And Dooku huh. looks at Palpatine like, dude, I thought I was your boy. <laughs> you know? You and I were supposed to be buds, best right. buds. So I think I think Dooku knew as well. And another side note on Dooku, because we're talking about the Dukes, um, isn't he a little old to begin his apprenticeship? No? Well, but he was a he was a Jedi for so long. I mean, he that's just like, I mean, it's basically the same thing as Anakin. You know, being a, trained as a Jedi, obviously he started a little older than a typical youngling would, but yeah. uh, you know, Dooku was there from the start as, as a Jedi. So he got all of that force training and lightsaber training. And then so, he just decided to be evil. Um, I don't so think can, there's really any age issue with that one. Or the Sith, think. the Sith just take you whatever, whatever age you, you want to switch or, or, or start. Yeah. It seems they don't have, the sa- they don't have the same regulations, I guess. Right. Oh, that's cool. It's going to the go. dark side. We have cookies, you know. Just- <laughs> <laughs> what well, else do you want? It's a good question. I, I, I definitely think it's a good question because I just always know. found it odd. I mean, Darth Maul looked like a good, you know, good, good age to be, you know, coming out of the shadows yeah. uh, in in uh, revealing himself. Um, but whenever when when I would see Dooku out, my first question is like, boy, he's a little old, you yeah. know. He's, he looks older than Palpatine in a way. And, yeah. uh, I mean, he's believable as a bad guy. Don't get me wrong, but he just didn't have that, like, 
apprentice. Like he, he had more of a master feel to him than apprentice. Right. And and well, and on that note, if you you've seen most of the Clone Wars now, he sort of is a master. He's uh he's got Ventress as his, you know, apprentice, even though he refers to her as assassin or whatever. Out yeah. out in the open, she's an assassin, but I think when the two of them talk, he refers to her as an apprentice, I believe. Right. So I, I think, I don't know. I, I feel like we could go on for a while on that one. Cause in attack of the clones, you, you almost get a feel like Dooku is trying to recruit Obi-Wan, you know, when he captures him on Geonosis. Um, and he's, you know, he tells him, what if, what if I told you a dark Lord of the Sith was, you know, controlling, um, the Senate or whatever. And, and Obi-Wan's like, blah, 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 you're a liar or whatever. And, and he even says to Obi-Wan together, we could destroy the Sith, you know, like he's like, come on, man, help me, help me take out Palpatine so I can be in charge. Cause that's what yeah. the Sith, you know, the rule of two, if you've gotten any more into the uh, Darth Bane books, you kind of get a feel for, I'm not spoiling anything. You just kind of get a feel for, yes, there's a rule of two, but right. that, that number two is always looking for their apprentice because they want to destroy their master and become the master. Right. And so it's almost like competition keeps you, keeps you sharp. Mm-hmm. Right. So, that's um, good stuff. But, but on the note of, of Darth Maul or half Maul, uh, <laughs> he was actually trained as a baby, I think by Palpatine. Yeah. So I think, that's what leads me to kind of think that maybe Palpatine had nothing to do with creating Anakin because he had Darth Maul as a baby and was molding him to be his apprentice. Um, I think he was putting some serious time into, into Maul um, to be that guy. Yeah. So if he's working with Maul this whole time, why, why would he go and, you know, inject somebody with some metachlorians? Right. Oh, that's a good point. I don't think about that. All right. All right. <laughs> so Dooku, you know, to, pair, to, to recap, Dooku is just fine, just the way he is to be Sith. Yeah, I believe so. All right. It's just yeah. like, like you said, there's no like, doesn't seem like there's any age cap or anything on when, because if they've already been trained in the force, then it's just a matter of becoming evil. And, and tapping into your anger. Right. Good stuff. I had no idea that all of that was going to come out of the question I asked you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're here. Um, so, yeah. So. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, you can go ahead, man. Yeah. No. In this little conversation. Where, uh, Maul and, uh, and Ahsoka, you know, are exchanging, you know, words or whatever. It seems like uh, Maul is is very quick to drop Dark Sidious. Dark Sidious as as a name drop. You know, good thing he's wearing metal boots. You know, with all the names he's dropping. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and because, uh, uh, but he's not willing to like shed the fact that like it's Palps. You know, he he keeps that card in in his deck still which i think would have been like great information to be like look i'm gonna tell you who sidious is 
because mm-hmm. it's going to help you guys figure out what his plans and, and it probably would have like thwarted his plans, you know, and, mm-hmm. it, and that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to thwart plans, but he's trying to thwart the whole Anakin plan um, of Anakin becoming Darth Vader. But and and, and but like the real revenge would have been to like let people know who um, Palpatine was. Yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, we, we, we've got, well, we'll recap it a little bit, but uh, we're going to find out that Doth, or uh, Palpatine is, is doing some naughty stuff. So, where there's smoke, there's fire, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not sure why he wouldn't reveal it other than he still sees Anakin as a threat. Yeah. Um, and, jealous. Right. And, and I think that he would probably... Well, I, I think he's looking. I wonder. So that's the thing I'm, I've been wondering: is what if what if Obi Wan and Anakin showed up instead of Ahsoka? Ooh, the what if game. Yeah, and welcome to the segment. The what if segment. <laughs> what if brought Maul to you by Seventy Nine's Bar? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> what if Maul was planning on getting Obi Wan out of the way, and then telling Anakin that? Palpatine is the Dark Lord of the Sith. Oh. And be like, you've been being played by this guy, and maybe Maul has some stuff in his pocket, you know, like, think about this situation and that one and this one, you know, who do you think orchestrated these? And, you know, maybe tries to turn Anakin onto his side. Because if he knows, he's obviously knows enough about Anakin to know that he's powerful. Right. So maybe his plan was to turn Anakin into his apprentice and together they would kill Palpatine. Okay. The only thing that kills that is I think Anakin at this point was already having his nightmares of uh, Padme dying. No, because he, he wouldn't even have been talking to Palpatine about learning about Darth Plagueis or anything. If he had gone to Mandalore. So it could work. Could have been. Yeah. It, it could have at least been what, what Maul was thinking there. Yeah, he was definitely trying to lure Obi Wan in to get back at him, and uh, Anakin to stop him becoming Darth Vader and thwart um, Pal- Palpatine's or Darth Sidious's plans mm-hmm. for uh, Vader. Yeah, yeah, it could have worked, but Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> Shows up instead in in his stead, so, right? I mean, yeah. really, he he should be relieved there because if Obi Wan and Anakin showed up, I don't think he could have fought the two of them. No, I don't think so either. Um, he struggled with her, you know? exactly, exactly. So he's got to, you know, he's got to get better on those new feet of his. Right. Yeah, you noticed that, I guess, huh? Yeah, when when they're fighting, he's a little off balance. Yeah, what's up with that? I mean, he's supposed to be like all, you know, karate or not karate, but staff master. But she yeah. she she takes him down. Well, he's got the those are new legs. Yeah. So remember, he starts out with like the spidery type of legs, and then right. well, he starts off with his real legs. Well, right. <laughs> and he, he loses those. 
Those um, get lost in like, I don't know, some kind of. It's <laughs> like situation. a Death Star tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I wonder if Maz has uh, Darth Maul's <laughs> legs. <laughs> That's a story for another time. <laughs> Orange eyes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so I think he's just, I think because he's got the, the robot legs, he's just kind of slight. I mean, he's not totally off, but he's slightly off. Plus different, yeah. different weight or, you know, something. And his credit, they were on like a tight ledge and whatnot too. So, I mean, it's just like that WWE kind of maneuver. If it wasn't for this person that came in, I would have won the, sh- I would have won the match. <laughs> 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 Seems to happen a lot on there too. Yeah, when two two big pe- when two big time people are playing or fighting each other. Yeah, this guy wouldn't come in with that chair. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Um. So so when he tells her that, when does he say the Jedi and the Republic will no longer be the controlling interest in the galaxy? And Ahsoka's like, "Who will be you?" And he's like, "Immediately, no." And he says, "Darth Sidious." She's never heard that name before, as far as I know, but the look on her face made me think that she's heard the name before. Or was she just like, oh, great, you know, there's another Darth something out there? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to figure out what she was thinking there, I guess. I thought, I was thinking that that was the first time she heard the name and she's like processing the name. Like, okay. Have I ever heard that name? Or, yeah, I think, I think your second, your second uh, reaction. Might be right. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, and then you also noticed while they're talking, she presses that button on her her gauntlets or whatever to let Rex know what's up, where she's yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, right before Rex shows up, you know, Ahsoka and Maul do like a quick, you know, lightsaber clash, and Maul's, yeah. Maul's just like, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Yeah, and I'm like. You know, obviously I've seen the episode before, um, but, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, he's, he also needs to process because he was expecting, you know, the dynamic duo of, of Kenobi and Skywalker to show up. He had a plan there, but then she showed up. Yeah. Cause I mean, his, yeah, his plans are kind of like up in the air now. So he's like, should I kill Asano? I mean, should I try to like, I mean, he's trying to recruit her at at some point, you know what I mean? He's not trying to be like, Oh, let's keep moving forward with my plan. Cause his plans are shot. So it's, you know, it's time to, uh, adapt and overcome really. So in order to do that, he's going to need information, which he finds. All right. Yeah. Oh, so I like how, as soon as Rex shows up, the little battle or whatever ends and Maul takes off and you get like this Scooby-Doo slash like old school horror film music playing when they're running through the tunnels looking for Maul. And and to, I don't know, I just got Scooby-Doo vibes, especially when Ahsoka goes around the corner and expects to see Maul and it's Rex and they're just like, ah. <laughs> just like just i don't know it made me feel like i was watching scooby-doo for a minute not that that was a bad thing it was just the the vibe i grabbed <laughs> nice so obviously maul gets away like you know the the villain always gets away oh he's got to get away it's, right you know so what do they do after that they oh is that when they talk to obi-wan yeah obi-wan uh shows up in the hologram 
and uh, I think he he brings us up to speed where where we're at with this episode and um, Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah, because he mentions that he's uh, he's going to Utapau to capture General Grievous. Utapau comes into play yeah. again. Oh, that's what I wanted to ask you about. That part was uh, okay. So he, for, I guess, what first Bo-Katan is getting Ahsoka, Rex, and Obi Wan up to speed on the efforts of the battle, and then Obi Wan, like you said, updates us to where they are in Revenge of the Sith and Utapau and all that. Yeah, and Dooku getting killed. Right. Oh, wait, not yet. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Right. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Um. So Ahsoka brings up Darth Sidious, right? And and Obi Wan is like, "I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you what what I know or what the Council knows or whatever." Do you notice this is? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything to it, but Rex presses a button on that R five droid. Yeah, and the droid like rolls away, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, so one, I guess it could just be that they're done using the Hollow Map that the droid was using but to me it felt like they were getting that droid out of there to make sure you know skynet wasn't listening you know like it it was private convo time and and they didn't want a droid around that's a good catch i was i was gonna ask you the same thing why did he shut the droid off to um and 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 uh yeah why did droid have to leave it's the only thing i could come up with was that was that they this was like you don't want droids around for this conversation for the Darth Sidious talk. That's, that's a private talk. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I mean, I find it odd that they know about Darth Sidious at this point. Like at least Obi-Wan does. Cause I, I remember they don't find out about a Sith Lord until the end of revenge of the Sith or am I, am I, uh, I have to watch. See, I have to watch Revenge of the Sith again to kind of like get my bearings, mm-hmm. don't I? Me too, though. But did you say a Sith Lord? Yes, <laughs> I said a Sith Lord. Nice. Well, here's the thing. Um, the what we were just talking about with Dooku. Obi Wan heard the name Darth Sidious from Dooku from in, Dooku in Attack of the Clones. But the part that gets me attack of the clones. That's right. Yeah. But you're, you're, I'm, I'm kind of here with you and I've, I'm sure I've watched the prequels more than you have. Um, okay. Or Obi-Wan says, I think I want to make sure I wrote this down. Right. Yeah. Okay. So Obi-Wan says Darth Sidious is the Sith Lord who orchestrated the clone wars and played both sides of it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And my first reaction to that is, whoa, when when did we figure that part out? The that he orchestrated the Clone Wars and played both sides. I don't. I didn't think that that was revealed until Anakin discovers that Palpatine is the Sith Lord they've been looking for. Right. So I don't know. I, I'm right there with you. And obviously, after we get through these episodes, I will be watching the prequels again because I've. This is making me want to watch them really bad. Same. Um, but also for these types of reasons, cause I don't remember that being revealed at all. Yeah. I wonder if it's like a, a little bit of a snafu here. Cause like, I, I kind of remember it being, I mean, okay. So yeah, you're right. Duke told him about Sidious and attack of the clones, but like, yeah, they didn't figure stuff out until it was too late. Like yeah. at this point, Duku was just 
killed. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Or are we later yeah. on than we think we are? No, because the uh, the next part is when he tells them that Count Dooku is dead and he says something along the lines of um you know, with, with Dooku gone, they lost any chance in learning more about Sidious, so now they're hoping that they can get that info out of Maul. So no, we're like we're right there. I just I don't Are we? Yeah. Okay, because he does talk about and okay, yeah. Okay. So we're just making sure we're not farther along in the movies than we should be. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, they should. They don't. They don't catch that until later mm-hmm. on. And then Obi, if Obi Wan knows that Darth Sidious is playing both sides, are they just looking for proof for like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because all right. So where we're at in this movie in Revenge of the Sith, we are like that's a good cut catch. We are further along than Dooku dying. At this point, Obi Wan's being uh, sent to Utapau, which means he's already talked to Anakin to tell him to spy on the Chancellor. Right. Um. So we're a little further along, but I still don't remember them knowing that he's playing both sides because I think where you were headed is where I was headed yesterday when I was watching this. If if they know that he's playing both sides and they're telling Anakin to spy on Palpatine, how do they not know he is Darth Sidious? <laughs> yeah. They have to know. That's, that's the question that pops in my head that I don't know that's back there. Yeah. Until you work it out. Um, but yeah, but it's the same. How do you not know? How do you not put the pieces together? He even talks about a puzzle, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've, I actually have it written down. He said yeah. he's hoping Maul can provide the missing pieces <laughs> if, if they capture him. So it yeah. seems like there's one piece that's missing, and like you have the entire picture, and it's like, well, I don't know where this piece goes. It could only go here. Yeah, but I need someone to tell me that it goes there. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's it's so insane, and, and you know, um, it's like they know that Palpatine has been in power. For way too long, exactly. way past his term expiration. Exactly. They know Sidious is orchestrating the war on both sides. You know, of course, again, we are. We're outside looking in. We've already seen the whole story, but it's still these are wise Jedi. Windu, Yoda, Obi-Wan, Kiarimundi, Shakti. These people are smart. They're wise and I get it. Yes, the dark side clouds things, but how can you still not smell <laughs> what the rock is cooking? <laughs> you know? I mean, how can you not? Because you don't want to. You don't want to believe it, or you're incapable of believing it, or yeah, you're too. You're too wise. You're too. You're like nothing like this could ever come go under our nose. But here's all the pieces and here's all the here's all the proof that it is going down under your nose. You even know it. You know about Order 66 already. Right. You know about Darth Sidious. You know about somebody playing both sides. You know about Senator Palpatine uh, staying in longer than he should. You know, you know, you know it all. You just don't want to put it together. 
it's all just smack, 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 <laughs> smacking them right in the face. And they're just like, no, yeah. there's got to be something else to this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I guess, you know, he, he plays that he plays his role as a chancellor pretty innocently. Um, something else that I wanted to mention about Dooku that we sort of already touched on was, you know, him. I, I think at least that he knows Palpatine is Sidious and Palpatine probably, I think Palpatine was going to tell Anakin to kill Dooku regardless. Cause I think that's part of, you know, him mm-hmm. corrupting him. Right. But I, I think he did it too because he wanted to guarantee, you know, cause Anakin didn't want to kill him. You know, I shouldn't, it's not the Jedi way and all of that. Do it. Um, do it. but do it. Say Anakin captured Dooku. What if he was just like, no palps, I'm not freaking killing him. We're capturing him. He's going to stand trial or whatever. Dooku would have blabbed. He would have been like, would have been like, you guys are, you guys are blind, you know. Palpatine is Sidious. Go get him. I think you know Dooku's as as ba as Dooku is. You know, I think in a I don't I don't even know if I would call it a cowardly way. Mm-hmm. I guess just in a way to try to save face. You know, he would tell them whatever he knew, hoping that the Jedi would you know go easy on him. Oh, I gotcha. A little bit of like you know trying to make things better for himself. You have to, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, right. that's, that makes sense. Um, you know what? Uh, I just compared this whole thing to um, Superman and Clark Kent. It's okay. Like, whenever Superman is saving a day, Clark Kent cannot be found, but they never put it together who <laughs> Superman is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where is that Clark Kent? <laughs> <laughs> he was just here. <laughs> was just here. I turn around. Superman's here and Clark Kent's gone. <laughs> they don't want to put it together. That's funny. Because he's wearing the glasses. Right? The glasses all, change it all. It's all about them glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Those glasses are like, he can't be Superman. He would, Clark Kent wears glasses. <laughs> Superman wears no glasses. And Superman doesn't wear a suit. Right. Clark Kent wears a suit. <laughs> they look nothing alike. They, do, they look nothing alike. <laughs> Darth Sidious wears a cloak. Palpatine, you can see his face. Senator mm-hmm. or uh, Chancellor Palpatine, you can see his whole face. They're not the same person. See, that's funny. That's, that's good, what's going on here. It's a really good comparison. <laughs> so, so after Obi Wan tells them about, uh, you know, Sidious, he asks to speak with Ahsoka privately. Privately, yeah, one on one. Right, and that's Ano Atano. Nice. <laughs> Good stuff, dude. That's when he tells her that, that Anakin was sent on a, a special assignment to spy on the Chancellor. Right. And Ahsoka's just like, whoa, you know, what are you doing? Yeah, Ahsoka wants more 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 reinforcements. And and uh Obi Wan's explaining why he can't. He's like, right. Well, I'm going to Opatal and Annie's gonna go spying. So Yep. And so Ahsoka breaks it down real quick, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's you're having him spy on his his mentor and friend. Um, here's the thing that gets me too, though, about about everyone referring to Palpatine as Anakin's mentor. Isn't that supposed to be Obi Wan? Oh, yeah. You know, where, where's Obi Wan? And especially because when does Anakin have time to hang out with Palpatine? When him and Obi Wan aren't on special assignments, 
Rex and Anakin are on assignments or Rex and or Anakin and Ahsoka are on assignments. Um, and when he's not doing that, he's hanging out with Padme. Yeah. When does he have time to be mentored? I mean, obviously a lot of time goes by. He's what, eight years old in the Phantom Menace. And then there's like 10 years and then I think three years. So, I mean, there's a lot of time in there, but it's just, that's the part that kind of gets me is, is when did he have time? And and why is Obi Wan not Anakin's mentor? Yeah, isn't Anakin still Obi Wan's? Oh, is is Anakin a Jedi Knight at this point? I think so. Yeah, he's a Jedi Knight. So I would imagine that. Obviously, he's not a master. They don't want to make him a master. So I believe that. Yeah, because that's the next step. So okay. I don't know. So he's it's, so he's a knight, so he doesn't have to be part of uh, Obi Wan's under Obi Wan's wing anymore. He's he's free to he's free as a bird, basically. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So he's out. He's 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 able to pick his own mentors or. Right. I mean, I guess mentors are are more, you know, like I guess to real world. I guess for me, like I looked up, I look up to my dad as a mentor. You know, he's my, he's my dad, but he's my mentor, but I also, you know, look at others as mentors as well. You know, like people that can teach me other things about life or work or what have you. So I, I think that, you know, I guess you could consider Palpatine a mentor. It's just, I don't know. I guess it's just weird to me because they always make it sound like Palpatine is more important to Anakin than Obi-Wan is. That's the feeling I get out of it, at least. Yeah. Not that, like, how you have multiple um, mentors. Anakin can't have multiple mentors. Like, Yeah, no, he's not allowed. He's not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> he's Obi-Wan's, yeah. No, I guess, like, you know, just talking about this with you, it's kind of making it make more sense to me. That, yeah. That, okay, it, it, it makes sense that he could consider Palpatine a mentor. Cause um, everybody else pretty much does. Soka does. Right. She even says, how could he spy on his mentor? Something right. like that. So he's, he's a friend and a mentor. Right. It's basically almost some, almost the same type of things that Anakin said to Obi-Wan and, and even, uh, Obi-Wan's response to Ahsoka in this situation is very similar to what he says to Anakin. Um, you know, cause Obi-Wan, wants Ahsoka Obi-Wan wants Ahsoka to speak with Anakin and she was like and what defend the council's actions I hardly think I'm the best person for that yeah <laughs> like yeah very true yeah and then Obi-Wan they kicked me out Obi-Wan's just like Ahsoka the council isn't always right oh you know and and here's the thing I love Obi-Wan he's my favorite character next to you know Luke and I think Ahsoka is like my top three now. Uh, <laughs> he Obi Wan is very like company man, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's he's you know he's pro Jedi Council. You know, shouldn't he if he feels this way about what they're doing to Anakin? Shouldn't he be speaking up? I mean, he is his master still. Yeah, and and you know, like hey, you know, Anakin's got some stuff going on. I don't think this is the best situation to put him in something and and even here he's going to ahsoka which i guess 
makes sense because she's outside of the order. She's outside looking in, so she might have a different point of view, a certain point of view. But but I just feel like, you know, again, like I think we we talked about in the past, if, if Qui-Gon didn't get killed, if Qui-Gon trained Anakin and somehow we still got to this point in Revenge of the Sith and the council was like, you know, Anakin, we want you to spy. Qui-Gon would have been like, no, no, nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not happening. This isn't the right way to do it. But if Qui-Gon was alive, I don't know how far Palpatine would have gotten. Yeah. Um, I mean, he found the needle in the haystack that is the chosen one, you know, he is I the chosen th- one. I think if you give him another movie to investigate, use his, you know, his investigation powers that he figures out who this Star Sidious is, you know, Obi-Wan explains it to him. Like, Mm -hmm. I heard this name or Star Sidious. I'm like, well, there's only one person that's telling us what to do, you know, that that kind of like can uh, override the console. And that's the chancellor. So maybe the chancellor is... (laughs) (laughs) you're a genius i guess that's why they had to kill (laughs) qui-gon yep Uh, you you make too much sense for the story you're out (laughs) right um we'll get over too quickly would that would be done in two movies instead of three (laughs) (laughs) we we can't have we have to have a trilogy we gotta have have a i know i know isn't that funny he has (laughs) to have a trilogy like no man you can just make one movie and call it a prequel. You're, you don't have to make all three. Come on. And look how thin it, it gets. Uh, yeah. So what, what happens after that? That Oh, that's, that's the other part is, is um, Obi-Wan's got a, he's got a thing. He's got to run. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, Rex comes in to say that they, they're under attack or whatever. And Ahsoka kind of runs off and stops and she turns around and she tells Obi-Wan, she says to Obi-Wan, tell Anakin. And Obi-Wan says, I will. Um, I actually Googled this this morning. Was it this morning or last night? I think it was last night. I couldn't come up with anything. What What is what is she telling him to tell Anakin? Yeah, I don't know. The only thing I could come up with just from Googling was uh, some people were saying, you know, those lines that Obi-Wan says after he Darth Maul's Anakin in, in Revenge of the Sith, you know, you were my brother, I loved you, and all that stuff was what some people were saying. Um, I don't know. I, I, because he already told, well, he, in a roundabout way, Obi-Wan told Anakin that the council wasn't right, as far as, you know, Anakin's like, how can you ask me to do this when he's telling him to spy, and Obi-Wan's like, the council is asking. In other words, it's not me asking you, it's the council. Um, I don't know. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, she just kind of threw me because I mean, she just kind of says, right? She just says, um, "No, I really don't have anything on this," and then I'm kind of like clueless is yeah. what she's talking about. Yeah, I pretty much am too. I, I don't. So this is where the listeners can come in and fill in the gaps for us. Let us know what does Ahsoka want Obi Wan to tell Anakin. We're counting on we're counting on you guys out there. Let me Tell let us. me throw a couple things out there. She keeps saying, "Hey, you know, don't go to the dark side." <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They stay in the light. Uh, I don't know what she she doesn't she doesn't know that. 
She doesn't know so much. Does she know about Padme and all that? I think so. I think did, so. I'd did have she to know that they watch everything that they got married and and it's is it it's a, it's a connection? It's like an actual relationship and everything. She's got to know. I, I think. I mean, even Obi Wan knows. So yeah. Hmm. So maybe she's gonna say, "Hey, watch your back, man," because no one's watching it for you. I'm not there. So be careful. That you know. That's what else. That what what else could she you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing because if he's already having nightmares about Padme dying, he's going to listen to whoever is telling him how to fix that. Right. So I don't really know what anyone could say to him. You know, even like Ahsoka, I left the Jedi Order and I'm doing okay. You know, you could leave with Padme and and be all good. Oh, that's not bad. But, But he's already worrying about Padme dying. So I don't know if that would even, I don't know. Yeah, and um, Obi-Wan was ready to leave the Order, too. If right. only she said, if only Satine said it. You mm-hmm. know? So there is a way out, you know? Yeah, it's not like uh, other organizations that, <laughs> you know, once you're in, you're in. Um, right. You can't actually leave. For his life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I'm not alone there uh quattros i'm I'm glad that i'm glad that neither one of us have an idea i guess stump me we 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 throw a couple of suggestions but we don't really know it's just it's just some talk before we find out that jesse's you know captured you know what it's kind of like just and we'll move on after this it's very similar to the rise of skywalker when finn keeps saying ray ray i need to tell you and then he doesn't tell her yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's very similar to that. It's like they don't obviously we know the answer to that one. He was gonna say I'm force sensitive or whatever, but but with this situation it's like I've I got nothing. You know Tell what? Well when we when something like this happens, I think you just kind of maybe something got left on the cutting room floor, got edited out and mm-hmm. they didn't clean it up real good or or you know, in screenwriting you kinda wanna um have questions that that don't get answered. That don't get answered to kind of mm-hmm. like keep people all, you know, engaged in the story. Yes. So I don't know. Could be something like that. Old Dave Filoni using his uh film his film school tactics to right. get through the script. That's a good point. So yeah, Maul captures Jesse and Right. I like their little conversation a little bit. Uh you know, right. Jesse's like the hardened soldier. You know, you're not going to get anything out of me. And and Maul's like, how charming that you actually believe that statement to be true. <laughs> Just like, because uh, he knows he's going to get the information. Um, yeah. Did you know? Did you know that um, Darth Maul has his power? Has the uh, Kylo Ren look into your mind of power? Nope. I did not know that until this episode. Same here. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. To, yeah, uh, to see it somewhere else. Um, what are the mind? What do they call it? The mind? It's not the mind trick. Obviously, it's like opposite. Almost. almost. It's like the mind suck. Almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just went to space balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mega made. <laughs> yeah, mega made. Do something. Uh, do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And here's another thing, Jesse. Talk about Jesse. Talk about a a, a guy that's um, kind of survived mm-hmm. for for being a named trooper. Um, and he's an art trooper, right? Yes. And he doesn't get much love. It doesn't seem like like a fives or a rec, or a rex or not rex, but like an echo. He kind of just yeah, oh yeah, it's Jesse, you know, it's, right. He doesn't get, but look at it. He's at the very end episodes. I mean, everybody else, even the rookie squad, the entire rookie squad is gone. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, can we, can we, yeah, at this point, we find out that um, early season seven, Echo came back. Mm-hmm. But for being an, uh, um, you know, a trooper that's, that's kind of been through some stuff, um, this could this could have been a point where they could have killed him off, and it would have been a a pretty glorious way to go, you know. Darth, by the way, Darth Maul. But uh, we come to find out that Darth Maul is gonna just use him for the information and give him back. I guess. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting that they gave him back. Um, so, do you think because Jesse's been around for so long? Do you think Maul somehow knew that and knew that he was going to have information on Ahsoka more yeah. than any other one? Well, more than anyone but Rex. I think one of the, um, when they go down to the Undercity or whatever, or whatever part that they were, um, got the captured sewers. at the sewer. Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of those troopers is still alive. Oh, right. Sterling. Sterling, yeah, and he and he gives up the information that Maul knew somehow that Jesse was, you know. Oh, older. does he say that? Yeah. Oh, that yeah, one right over my helmet. Nice, dude. It's a, it's a real quick one. Yeah. So, Darth Maul knows he got the the best of the bunch, if you will. Okay. He got the uh, the brain bug, if stormtroopers <laughs> reference. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You're some great big smart brain bug, aren't you? <laughs> oh that's good stuff though dude yeah i i must have missed that like that that he he knew to to take jesse that's awesome yeah. um so so the this part when he's talking to jesse it's like i think sometimes maul just kind of drifts off into space and likes to listen to himself talk <laughs> yeah he, he fancies himself a poet yeah right yeah it's very like shakespearean yeah, I'm going to go in a soliloquy now. <laughs> right. It's really, it's not, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just not, I guess, what I expected. You know, I never would have thought he would be like this after well, watching The Phantom Menace, you know? You know, he spent a lot of time in isolation and he only had himself to keep himself occupied. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is probably, his mind is is definitely been um damaged mm-hmm. so he, he probably has a little bit of like the wilson you know tom hanks and castaway okay type of scenario thing going on he likes to think out loud and plot his revenge and count the waves and it's a good point yeah he, he mentioned something in here in his in his babble that uh <laughs> <laughs> takes takes me back to a, a a popular theme ever since I've seen uh, Game of Thrones. Um, he's talking about he wasn't made aware of of the grand design, but he played his part, and then he was forgotten, cast yes. aside, 
but I yeah. survived. And he goes, and I can thrive in the chaos that is to come. Chaos is a ladder. Chaos you know, is a ladder. Li- little yeah. finger from uh, Game of Thrones. It's like that. I've never really picked up that theme so much ever since I've seen that show. Um, so he's he's smart. You know, he's like, I'm going to use, I'm going to use all of this to my advantage to rise to whatever power I can rise to. Right. And, uh, I just, I thought that was really cool. He's, he's grown wise in his days. Like he's not just charging into battle and using his brute strength to get through it. I mean, he's using his mind now and mm-hmm. I think he's getting older and with old at age, you, you, you got to, you got to adjust your tactics. Cause as it come to find out, you know, you can't keep up with them younglings physically for very right. long you gotta uh you gotta outthink them and outplay them and outlast them oh <laughs> <laughs> so what does he he just what he said says a couple other things and then he basically sucks the the info out of jesse yeah uh, before he does though i love uh jesse's like we can go round and round in this circle if you want but i ain't telling you anything <laughs> and i'm just like that's cool dude he's he's a tough soldier he right you know, but- Little does he know that he has no control over that, but right. Um, and again, it seems like it's like a. It's not. It doesn't. Um, it hurts whatever power Mull has because it. He starts screaming, and we cut away because it's just too gruesome. It's you don't want to see this part, people. <laughs> right. You don't, don't want to see the <laughs> memories being sucked out of somebody. It's horrible. nice didn't uh if i remember correctly didn't poe scream in in the force awakens when kylo ren was doing that oh i think who who, is it who talks first i talk first you talk first it was after that that was like when they they capture him but right but yeah i think when he's got him in that interrogation room i i don't know it's been a while since i've watched that one yeah don't really feel but, like watching it to, to find out but <laughs> but, but I, yeah I, I think that whatever they do it definitely hurts um uh, ray was uh tried to, or, or uh, ren had ray um in the same chair and um i don't think she was hurting she was you know you could tell she was like fighting it you know yeah. but i don't That's, think she was she was like grinning or, or, or gritting her teeth or something like that yeah but she was like she somehow yeah. knew how to block it or yeah something i don't know she had the counter she had the upside <laughs> kyla's got the downside uh two, two sides, sides to every force yeah <laughs> <laughs> nice. forget the ring i found it in a cracker jack box oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good stuff um before i guess something we forgot was before yeah it was before he does the the mind thing yeah. to uh jesse he sends gar saxon to go and oh right uh, well i mean he just stop, like basically pauses and he's like you know what does he say i think something about Almec and loose lips yeah he doesn't want him to spill the beans on the plants he doesn't right. use those words i'm paraphrasing a little bit yeah but he doesn't want them and then that's funny because uh when we get to that point, they, they walk in Ahsoka and Bo-Katan, right? Walk into the cell. Mm-hmm. They're like, all right, spill the beans. And he's like, all right, here are the beans. <laughs> <laughs> right. You got yeah. your, you got your Pinto. You got your red kidney. <laughs> <laughs> nice. you, got your, you got your all favorite black bean. Huh. 
and uh and then he's 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 like uh wasn't it like uh almac was saying something to the lines of like uh darth maul wanted us uh, yeah darth maul wanted a, a a jedi that he had a dream about to mm-hmm. come so uh and then he gets shot up pop pop yeah and dude this this part is so much like um Attack of the Clones when yes. when Jango Fett snipes Zam Wessel when Anakin and Obi Wan are you know on Coruscant and Anakin's like tell us or whatever and she's yeah. about to blab and uh, Jango snipes her and I'm like this is very similar to that almost like the same angle too because Gar Saxon's kind of up on those rafters shooting down yeah um, you know what I always thought to go to that spot in um, Attack of the Clones why didn't Jango just take out all three of them. Why did he just take out Sam the Sam Wessel? Uh, I don't know plot armor. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if he did, he would he had the element of surprise, and and, and similar with um, was his name Gar Saxon? Yeah, mm-hmm. similar with him. I mean, he's got a weapon. He's got a train in the area. He could take them all out, and yeah. he only takes out like the person that he's supposed to take out, he doesn't take out Ahsoka. She doesn't know. She doesn't feel it. You know, she's just not using the force. The force sense is not tingling. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I never understand this. These assassins, like they can end everything. Like, well, but, but you know, all Mac was, was on the contract. The other, the other people weren't. Okay. Like he doesn't oh. get paid if, if more bodies <laughs> drop. I guess that's about <laughs> all I got. I don't know. I mean, again, plot armor. You can't, you can't shoot these characters in the back and yeah. call it game over and an episode over. Right. So tell no. us Al Mac and Al Mac's like, okay, mall is. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. He, he manages to tell Ahsoka the name though. Skywalker. Yeah, which um, it reminded me of Yoda. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yoda saying, there is another Skywalker. <laughs> yep. It was very similar. It was totally similar. Almac is uh, the Yoda of uh, the Mandalorians or whatnot. But uh, I make light. I make light of the situation. But um, did, did you notice, too, when he's saying the name, you hear the Imperial March? Yes. Very quietly underneath. Yes, that's a good yeah. catch. I yeah, like that. That was really cool. You'd make you they're they're implanting these little subliminal messages. Yep. <laughs> so always fun when they do that. So yeah, then uh what so he snipes all Mac, Ahsoka gets the info, Bo Katan and I think Rex chase after Gar Saxon who gets away. Um and, and Bo almost gets crushed by that elevator. Right, she's got to use her uh, her rockets, jet, yeah. her jetpack, and uh, they're working so hard that like the jetpacks are like starting to blow up a little bit, a little over. Um, you know, there's a little bit of tension there because like, all right, is the jetpack gonna give way? Find out next week. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> totally. A little suspense, but it's fine. She gets out. Car Saxon lives another day, and. Uh, Bo-Katan is just, yeah, is what it is. I'll, uh, I'll go about my business now. No need to chase. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a big city. I, <laughs> yeah. 
I wouldn't be. I wouldn't even know where to start. So here's here's something I want to see if you caught when when uh, Gar Saxon goes back to the like the sewers or whatever, and you see Maul speaking with the syndicate leaders. Did you happen to notice Dryden Voss from Solo in there? Oh, I was wondering where he was at. Um, if you, I don't know if you have it open, but eleven minutes thirty seven seconds uh, should be a shot where he's on the far right. Okay. Hold on. Okay, so that's the guy on the far, on the far right. He's okay. like doing this. He's got his hand on his chin. I I have it at one thirty seven. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. So um that's the guy from uh at the end of Solo. The uh well that's the leader of the Crimson Dawn. Right. Yeah. Um, the leader of the Crimson Dawn, right? He uh he's at the end as well as the middle. <laughs> <laughs> and is that the dude from um Shadow of the Empire? It looks like he's wearing the clothes. That's uh it's definitely the same race, but I was oh. it Prince Prince Shizor or something like that. Yeah, something with an X. I could never pronounce it. Yeah, I have the action figure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't because I, I think they talked to this guy um, in an earlier episode, like maybe season five. I don't remember now, but I don't think it's him. But it's the same same race, same clothing. Um, and then the middle one is a pike. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So you've got the the what is it the black suns or the guys on the left the pikes and then the crimson dawn very cool and, and then Kira is kind of like behind Drayden Voss somewhere probably right I'm trying to think of when that takes place I don't know if Kira would be around just yet there because I think Solo is Solo is like nine years before a New Hope nine or ten years before a New Hope it is yeah I thought it took. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And I don't know where this because this yeah. isn't Revenge of the Sith is. When is Revenge of the Sith? Is it ten years? No, twenty years. Twenty twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. So right. There's still okay. ten more years, and then Solo happens. Yeah. So this is like a young Dryden Voss running the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, I didn't catch this. Um, what well, in, in the normal uh, watch? So you're totally opening up my eyes to this. Nice. Pretty cool. Okay. Um, there's there's a little reference in this part that I don't want to spoil for you if you ever read the Son of Death Amir comics. Um I didn't know until I just Googled it earlier today that uh those are canon. I thought they were not canon. Um so there's a story about Darth Maul. The book was real the comic I have like the thicker, you know, like all the all the books in one volume situation. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll let you borrow it. It was really good. Cool. Yeah, that sounds good. And it it'll open up a few more things. It'll it'll make a few more things in this episode at least make a little more sense if you if you have that bit of background. Okay. But what is so? Is he telling him like uh, get ready or oh oh the the crime. The yeah. crime lords or crime syndicate guys. Yeah, like our time is coming. Like you know, chaos is going to reign, and we're going to reign. He actually tells them to go hide. Okay. Yeah, that. Uh, what's her name? The purple-haired Mando, 
the girl. Yeah. She's, I think she tells Gar Saxon that Maul just told the syndicate to go into hiding. And are he they, goes, uh, oh, go ahead. Are they capable of like, they're all capable of like existing on their own. They don't really need him to like oversee them, right? Like he's just right. kind of like the godfather and they're his, um, what you call them, uh, capos or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Captain, yeah, You're on the right track. All right. You know, they each lead their little groups, you know, the the Black Suns, Crimson Dawn, and if that is the Pikes, I can't tell. Um, okay. You know, and then he kind of tells them what to do individually, I think. And then he's obviously not wrapped up with the uh, with the um the the uh the huts then. He's he's not really concerned about them. You know, I want to say because you would think they'd make some good allies or but but i think they're more rivals than anything oh i think i want to say i I read that somewhere that they were uh there was some kind of rivalry between them and the huts interesting yeah what is i think maul refers to his like group as like the shadow syndicate or something that's like, you know, that's him and those three groups. Okay. I think. Didn't didn't Maul take over Hondo's group for a little bit? I think so, yeah. Yeah, there was some stuff between Hondo and Maul. Right. Um, In a previous I, don't know, I don't know if like, uh, you know, Hondo. Hondo probably squirreled his way out of dealing with Maul. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember yeah, yeah. how. You think Hondo would still like? Because didn't I don't know. I'm a little rusty. Like I said, I've only watched some of the episodes once. Like, wouldn't Hondo be Hondo's group be part of this syndicate as well? Or Hondo took his group back and uh, yeah, I don't cut, know. Severed I'd, ties. I'd have to go back and watch to to really have a good answer there. Okay, I know that there was there was something. Something went on in there, but I, I can't remember what. There's so many episodes. Right. So Maul goes on another uh, Shakespearean uh, rant. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this one was kind of cool. Um, you know, he's, he talks about how the dark side has never been stronger, and he goes on to to try to, I guess, pump up the uh, the Mandalorians, which I think I think he's kind of a good well he's not totally a good leader for them because as we see later on he bails on them oh um, right. <laughs> you know but but he's like soon the galaxy will be remade and in the chaos we must seize what power we can it is not the way of your people to hide here in the gutters nice little uh nod to the mandalorian series because that's basically where the mandalorians are hiding after return of the jedi in the gutters right um and he's like, if you die, I promise you it will be on the field of battle. And if you die, you will die as warriors. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that, that the Mandos want to hear before they go out to fight. And so I think that's really cool. Yeah, that's some Spartan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What does we he say? Are Sparta. Eat eat your breakfast. Wow, God, I can't remember that line from the three hundred. I loved it though. Oh, he goes, um Spartans. <laughs> Uh, 
eat well or something like that because tonight you dine in hell <laughs> uh, yeah something like that <laughs> oh he goes eat hearty spartans because tonight you dine in hell <laughs> nice i love it the uh the troops are rallied um the final push um the captains are told hey you know nothing you can do here go and take care of your business keep growing your your evil deeds um our time's coming soon and We'll uh we'll get back to you, you know, as soon as we can. Right? Uh, I mean pretty much, yeah. And then um here's here's something else. Remember when we were watching season two of The Mandalorian and when Boba Fett and Din show up at the bar where where Casca Reeves and, and uh Bo Katan are at? Remember how Bo Katan was kinda like snotty towards yes. Din? Yes. Here's another one of those things. Um they're you you cut to they cut to a scene where the clone troopers are like escorting citizens um yeah i forget what they're it's basically like an occupation even though it's not um and bo seems oh oh they're taking him to like a shelter location and and bo seems bothered that the clones are there yeah but it was she asked for it yeah right she did and she's like the people won't stand for this yeah i won't stand for this right well i mean what do you expect i mean yeah you you asked for the the clone army's help they helped you they took over and they're gonna like you know try to contain and and provide order um you know they're not just gonna um let everything kind of go back to mandalorian uh control at not just yet not until you know everything's secured because he's i think there's a couple of battles or stuff still going on mm-hmm. you know they're the clones are trying to keep people safe i mean yeah they're doing what what she asked I mean, do you think maybe yeah. she's like mad that she couldn't do it herself so she's oh. just you know like projecting her self anger onto others maybe i don't know well that, that's that's a good point i mean that that's a good you know, flaw to have, and that's a good, good, well-rounded character. If that's the case, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, that's a good. She could be upset that, like, man, I couldn't do this on my own, and I'm going to take it out on these people that helped me because that's just who I am. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she just, I don't know. I, I love Bo-Katan. She's one of my favorite characters, but it just it weirds me out when she goes from being friendly to just like. Grr, you know <laughs> i think she's frustrated because she wants mandalore to be free too here's another hurdle now i mean she knew that this was going to happen but here's another obstacle that the mandalorians need to like you know first it was you know not first i, I don't even know what first is but you know like we could just fast forward to this part they had to deal with almac almac's taken care of you know maul still still the rightful leader and we got to figure all that out and then now the clones, you know, now the clones are telling them what the Mandalorians, what to do that, not the, the rocket, the, the jetpack Mandalorians or armored Mandalorian, but just like the uh, everyday the citizens, yeah. the civilians. Yeah. So I think she's just frustrated with all that. And she just wants a, a free Mandalore. Uh, Cause it's kind of, kind of been through a lot and apparently some more stuff's going to happen <laughs> when Mandal, um, I always forget his name. Uh, the guy who's got the 
Dar Saber and uh, Mandalorian. Oh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Yeah. And then Boba Fett tells us that Mandalore has been turned to glass. So mm-hmm. doesn't get easier. Right. It's a very steep uphill battle. Yeah. So the uh <laughs> I don't I guess I'm flying a little through this part, but Bo, Rex, and Ahsoka are heading towards the throne room. Right. And they walk in and I can't remember I didn't write down the conversation with, that they're having, you know, the three of them, but they walk in and Maul's sitting on the throne and he's like, you know, I wholeheartedly agree or whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> and and Bo like rushes with, with her blasters. Have you ever seen blaster bolts curve before? No. And I was wondering, it reminds me of the Bespin scene, Han Solo and right. Darth Vader. And why didn't Darth Vader use this tactic? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, well, um, I mean, he Rick, he reflects them. Vader does, yeah. But this, yeah. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, Kylo Ren um, stops a, a blaster bolt right in midair for a long time, which is really cool. <laughs> but no, I've never seen him turn before, which is very cool. Right. And, and Darth Maul was all like, "That is no way to treat your rightful ruler." Right. <laughs> so at this point, Darth Maul has. The, the Darth Saber, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, how come he doesn't use it? <laughs> I know. That was one of my questions. <laughs> I wanted to ask you like uh, one other thing before we get on that, though. When he, like, after he says the rightful ruler thing you just said, and he lifts her up, like, with the force choke, do you think he purposely set her back down so she would land on her knees like she was kneeling before her ruler? Oh. Or do you think that's just how she dropped? No, that's, I that's, think that's, no, I think you caught it, dude. Okay. That's good stuff. Yeah. For him to, um, for her to like know her, her, her place mm-hmm. and him trying to assert his, uh, his will on her. That's what I was thinking. It yeah. Just, it, it feels very evil ruler and, and Sith like of a thing to do, you know, well, you're not going to kneel before your ruler. I'm going to make you kneel. You right. Know? Oh, for okay. sure. The way he's yeah. sitting on the throne too, with his knee up and everything <laughs> like now nonchalant. It's uh, it, it, even the way he like, when he waves off the, those blaster bolts, he's just like a lazy cat. Like, ah, you know, <laughs> maybe I'll swat at this. <laughs> like, right. just like no effort whatsoever. You could tell he's feeding off of, the dark side getting stronger in the galaxy. He's definitely feeding off of that. Absolutely. Um, why he doesn't use the dark saber. I don't know, because if I had the dark saber, I'd be using that thing. I mean, he's that not that his lightsabers aren't awesome, but yeah, but I guess at least on Mandalore, although, but he's like the shadow ruler of, of Mandalore. Remember all Mac is basically his puppet. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know, but, he doesn't strike me as a type that would care about that. He would just, yeah, man, maybe he's the way that I make a sense in my head is like, he's trained more to like a uh, uh, battle lightsaber battle with that staff that he's got that he feels more comfortable with that than a single blade. Yeah. But where the dark saber is, I don't know. Like it's, I know you don't even sight. see it. Yeah. yeah. Unless uh, he's got it. Somewhere, 
behind I don't know. You don't see it. Yeah, I think and and again I'd have to go back. Maybe we we'll have to go back and watch all these Mandalorian episodes. Um <laughs> you know, the Clone Wars ones. Cause I think at one point he, when he's sitting on the throne, there's like a stand somewhere near it with the dark saber on it. Oh, okay. But I could be wrong. Um, that might this, be, isn't it just a hilt when it's not like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean, it is a lightsaber. It's just the dark saber. <laughs> yeah. The dark version of it. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what does he, he gives Jesse back? Like you yep. said, right? He gives him back. And he talks to him like he's a pet. Like, go on, boy. Go back to your owners. Which I find just like an, uh, I mean, Jesse survives, you know, he's a survivor. Yeah. So if if he's got anything going for him, he's definitely just making his way. Right. Maybe there's something in store for him in the uh, Bad Batch or something. Maybe. Yeah, because I don't know. Like, I would just think that once Maul was done with him, he would have killed him. Yeah, same here. So this is a, he does say it's a show of good faith. And what is, what is, what is, what is he trying to achieve? Like, is he trying to get on Ahsoka's good side to, to, Mm. to persuade her to join his cause? And he's like, I'm not such a bad guy. Hey, look, see, look what I did. I I give people back, hostages back, you know? Yeah, that's, that, that makes sense. Because, like you said, he once he learns about Ahsoka, he wants to turn her, maybe not necessarily to the dark side, but to use her to gain what he needs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that would make sense. Oh, you know, he gave back a clone. He's not. He's, he's only he's not. murdered tons of other people, but <laughs> you know? right, Satine and Previsla and. Who else did he kill? Did he kill? No, he didn't kill Savage, right? No, didn't Palpatine? Yeah. So that was way off there. (laughs) (laughs) So there's obviously the battle going on outside. Rex and Jesse leave, and then you know you hear explosions, and Maul's like, "Uh, one of you might want to go deal with that." I crack up at that part. It's utterly in charge still. And then he, that leaves him and so Ahsoka to have a little one-on-one. So now he knows who she is mm-hmm. and he knows that, um, she got basically kicked out of the Jedi order. Yeah. She says, uh, you were cast out of the Jedi order. Right. Um, and then, you know, he's going to use that to it as his advantage. Mm hmm. She could use that information. Yeah, because uh, she says what she says. I left voluntarily, and he's like, "Yes, but you were motivated to leave by the hypocrisy of the Jedi Council." Right. Starting to you know get those things kind of embedded into her mind, but Ahsoka kind of thinks on that for a second. Right? She's silent. Right. Um. And oh yeah, that I that's I guess a question I may have already asked you. I have written down here. Um do you think his end game here, now that he knows a little bit about her, is that he wants to turn her to the dark side and be his apprentice, like you were saying, or or more so just to get to his own end game? I think he's just looking for his number two. You know, she's she's obviously a force wielder she's um 
been separated from the Jedi Order. There's a lot of good things there. Like he knows that she's probably hurt, so he could probably you know feed off of that that hurt feeling that 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 uh, that Ahsoka has. Mm-hmm. Um, and he eventually turned. I think he can. Um, I think he sees a lot of potential in Ahsoka. She knows how to use the lightsaber and everything. So he could definitely use her to further his interests. Yeah, I agree. Um, And also, like you had just mentioned, he just recently lost Savage, who he was molding into his apprentice. Um, His brother. His brother. And as, as we know, you know, the Sith don't like to work alone. So. No. Makes sense. Yeah, and as you mentioned before, Fives, like they're always looking for their partner in crime to keep their competition going, to keep their skills as high as possible. Mm-hmm. So he's looking for his phantom apprentice, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So Ahsoka doesn't really feed into what he's telling her, though. I mean, you can tell she's kind of thinking, but I think she's more thinking like, how can I use this to my advantage as opposed to like joining him? Um, And, and she, what does she say? She says she's there to bring him to justice. Right. And he like laughs it off. Like everything's going to change. What good is, you know, bringing me to justice? And, uh, it's going to be a whole new law. Right. And and then I, I I don't have like the exact words here, but or the conversation. But she, oh, because he already revealed the name Sidious to her. She asks if Sidious is behind everything that's about to change. And a line that you actually hear in the Rise of Skywalker, you hear here, you know, which. Obviously, it's just common knowledge to anyone that watches. He's behind everything, in the shadows always, is what Maul says. And I believe it's Leia says that in The Rise of Skywalker. Ah. But Ahsoka is like, you know, if, if you help... I want to say she says something along the lines of, if you, if you help us, you know, the Jedi or whatever, we can, we can stop him before it's too late. And uh, I wish I would have wrote down everything Maul said. Um, should I play it? Sure. He's like, uh, we were used. It. Weren't we tools at that? It talks about they were both used by their own. Oh yeah. When does that part happen? That's bit, like, I think that's a little bit before, right? Yeah. When they're talking in the uh, throne room. Um, I don't have the quote written down now, Okay, but I know it was, it's another one of those, trying to get into Ahsoka's head, you know, and have her doubt everything that she's working towards here and the side that she's fighting for or aligned with at this point. You know? mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know. I like what he says here. So yes. Yeah. And Darth Sidious is behind it. He is behind everything in the shadows. Always, but soon, very soon. He will reveal himself. With your help, the Jedi can stop Sidious before it's too late. 
Too late? For what? The Republic to fall? It already has, and you just can't see it. There is no justice, no law, no order, except for the one that will replace it. The time of the Jedi has passed. They cannot defeat Sidious. But together, you and I can. Boom. Boom. You hear like the boom in the background? Yeah. Um, dude, the just what he says there, like it's. I love the way he says it. Sam Witwer is awesome. He does a yeah. great job. Uh, but he's just like too late for what you know. The the Jedi and the Republic have fallen, and nobody can see it. Like they've already, it's already over. <laughs> is what he's saying, and I'm just like, man, right? It's hopeless. Yeah, but but then he's like, you know, that famous. Star Wars line together, you and I can. I <laughs> you always, know, we can stop of, it. If any of these people would ever just, well, they do. Anakin and and Darth Vader, uh, Darth Vader and uh, and Palpatine get together. Mm-hmm. So then, and then, then look, so look what happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, um. Ahsoka like stops though, man, and and I like where I pause at the screen. It's like she's thinking about it. She's immediately like, "Huh? Well, maybe we can." Doesn't she agree at one point in the the episode? Mm-hmm. But then she asks him a question, and then, and then she's back off. Like uh, she, she should have asked. <laughs> yeah, she asks him about Anakin, right? Like, yep. what's Anakin got to do with all this? What's Anakin got to do? and Darth Maul's all like uh it's got everything to do with it dude and and you know what's crazy is during this conversation they like briefly cut to this crazy battle that's going on outside between the clones and the the black and red mandos yeah um there's like this it's very return of the Jedi ish you know, where you've got this young force user, a dark force user trying to get that one to join him all while this battle is going on outside the windows. Right. Um, totally. It's crazy how they. It's good. It's a good pickup. Yeah. And yeah. it's just the end of the um, Clone Wars. And, uh, you know. And this is, um, you know, and, and that was the return of the Jedi, which is the end of the original trilogy. Right. And the end of the force awakens, I mean, the force awakens the, uh, Skywalker. Um, mm-hmm. right. There's always that big battle going on. Outside. Right. <laughs> and okay. then, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that, uh, the one thing I noticed about that battle outside was there's no Bo-Katan out there. Like she, she jetpacked out of the throne room. You'd think she would have been at the fight. And I'm like, <laughs> where is she? You know, and yeah. the clones are starting to get kind of slaughtered out there, but then they cut back to this throne room and the window shatters. What are they? There's something going on, like some kind of symbolism there, right? With the, the glass shattering in slow motion, like, shards like floating around Ahsoka and Darth Maul. I just think that the whole thing is coming down. The whole thing is starting to to, to fall apart. 
the Republic and the, the clones and the separatists and Mandalorians. That's probably what you're, what it's probably subliminally trying to tell you. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I was, I figured you'd have a good answer for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then we get to the, where he, where she asks the question, you know, what do you want with Anakin? And, and he's like, you know, he's the key to everything. Right. And Ahsoka's like to bring balance to the force and Maul's just like to destroy. To destroy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oof, it's so true. He and doesn't, he doesn't say destroy the Jedi though. No, he just says to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> destroy everything. And he goes, he has long been groomed for his role as my master's new apprentice. Yeah. You think I he's think- jealous at this point? Oh, yeah. Like he, I mean, that's a, a Sith trait, jealousy. Yeah. He would know he wanted to destroy the Jedi and everything, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you go to, you go back to the Phantom Menace and, you know, he's, I, I can't remember the word for word. At last we will, at last we will reveal ourselves. At mm-hmm. last we will have revenge. You know, he thought he was going to be a whole part of the Sith getting their revenge on the Jedi. Right. And, and I think he still wants to, he wants, he wants to take it away from Palpatine. He wants to do it himself because Palpatine was just like, oh, I don't need you anymore. You're cut in half. And yeah, you know, he's a mall's all about revenge too, man. He wants revenge against Obi-Wan, um, for cutting him in half and ruining his apprenticeship. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just. But yeah, I, I definitely think there's jealousy there. Um, he wants he wants to be what Anakin has been groomed to be. Right, right. That's yeah. what I was getting at. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a good point there. You know, and Ahsoka's just like, you lie. And Maul's like, I'm afraid not. And he's like, you know, he tells Ahsoka he orchestrated this whole battle that's going on outside to lure, lure Obi-Wan and Anakin there so he could kill Anakin and deprive Sidious of his prized pupil. Um, so there, you know, there's Maul. He hate, he hates both sides. <laughs> right. And, uh, I don't know if you notice like the little drum beat that picks up at this part. Like it starts like, doosh, doosh, you know, like slowly building up. Cause you know, what's about to happen. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ahsoka. Get it on. Right. Ahsoka ignites her lightsabers. And uh, and then he says that line that you said earlier. You know, I, I see the Padawan needs one last lesson. One last lesson. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that this this lightsaber battle is one of the best in Star Wars. Oh yeah. I think these two are surprisingly evenly matched. Um, they fight a similar way. They do flips and kicks and. You know, Maul does his classic elbow to the face on her and drop. She drops one of the lightsabers in the process, um, right. which she likes to do. Right. Yeah. Know. She's always dropping one lightsaber. That's a good catch. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's like that's like a like a like a Ahsoka's. She's in peril. Oh, no, she lost a lightsaber, you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> but she still has one lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. She's always got the backup. <laughs> but she's fine um so i heard that for this fight that they did some some mocap with uh ray park okay uh my understanding is it's not all motion capture 
but some of it and it you can looks, totally yeah no it looks like like they, they took this this fight scene to a, a different animation level like it looks realistic mm-hmm. um just the way all the um they're flying around and everything and i think you're right because there's an imbd there's another person listed as ahsoka um yeah, well, I, mean, I know you're right. So she's like a uh, martial artist. Her from name. from my understanding, while you look for the name, is she also did the stunt work for the the blacksmith in the Mandalorian? Oh, I think Lauren Mary Kim. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, and Ahsoka Tano isn't that? Um, Ashley Eckstein, and I'm like, oh, but then you're right. She must have done some, some body, some some stunt work. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There's the mocap, like you're yeah. talking about. So like, is that, I think that's so cool that they had two, you know, two actors basically doing the the fight scene because, like you said, I mean, it took the animation to a whole different level. Uh, it looks amazing. Oh, look at this. She was uh, she was Casca Reeves' stunt double as well you captured her stunt double yeah <laughs> <laughs> no kidding i didn't know that that's really yeah. cool so how about that she was nice. in the rescue the tragedy she was ming nang wen's uh stunt double in the tragedy yeah so she's huh. she, yeah she's uh well in the back in the in the uh in this fight scenes that's awesome i did not know that so yeah during during their fight though there's like that, you know, typical pause and Ahsoka goes, you're lucky Anakin didn't show up the way you're fighting. You wouldn't have lasted long. <laughs> and, and Maul's like, oh, you have Kenobi's arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> and I was totally thinking that when when she said that line, I'm like, that's totally something Obi-Wan would say. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know how it goes. You, she's like an apprentice of an, you know, of, 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 uh, Anakin and Anakin's always with, Oh, I mean, they're, they're the, the three of them were together a lot. So she's going to pick up some stuff. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of like what we stuff. touched on, uh, last week, like they're, they're brothers and sister, you know, yeah. like they're very similar. Um, Oh, and then she, after he says that she goes, you'll find, I have many qualities for you to dislike. And I'm like, that's totally Luke in the carbon freeze chamber. You'll find out I'm full of surprises. <laughs> like, that's that's good stuff there. And uh, I like sorry. it when uh, Maul goes out the window. It gets like thrown out the window, and then um, the impression of the of the staff is goes goes with them too. I kind of kind of find it comical, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a line for the for the lightsaber to go, you know, mm-hmm. that went through. It was pretty funny. I get oh. a kick out of that part. Yeah. <laughs> does does she really think he's dead there? Um, I don't think she thinks. No. You know, Obi Wan said, you know, what does he say? You're uh, he's difficult to kill or Dif- whatever. Difficult to kill. Yeah. The music. Oh, yeah. yeah. The music gets intense there, though. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Right. Takes it up a notch. And they, and so when the music goes up, you know it's time for something big's going to happen, and I think they're uh, they're battling it out. They're lightsabers. It's going to be intense, right? Oh, they fight on the um, on the on those 
beams. Like the raptor beams. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're fighting on those beams and um, Ahsoka. No, she doesn't disarm him. What does she do? Oh, she grabs. She's disarmed. She doesn't have any lightsabers and she's like dodging and whatever. And then she does like, uh, what does she do? She does some kind of move. Um, okay. So yeah, he like, he lunges towards her and she dodges and grabs his lightsaber and cuts the beam that he's standing on. So he drops and then she uses the force to keep him afloat. And he's like, no, let me die. And right. uh, in the meantime, which I thought was weird, his uh, his Mandalorians down below surrendered. You would think they would have gone down fighting rather than surrender. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not to me. That's out of character for a Mandalorian. But whatever. I get why, because hey, some of them overwhelmed. Are, yeah, they were overwhelmed. And I think some of them are still around even during the Mandalorian series. Um, that's just me speculating. And uh so, you know, he's got her afloat and Rex and the clones get on a gunship and they get up there. And Maul's just like flipping out at this point. You know, you're all going to burn. We're all going right. to die. You don't know what you're doing. And, um, you know, then they zap him with the with the stun. So I guess my question. I'll, uh, my last question for you is when he's saying that you're all going to burn, we're all going to die. You don't know what you're doing. Is he panicking because he's trapped or is he panicking because he's, he wanted to stop it? Oh boy. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> I think he, yeah, he wanted to stop it. He wanted to thwart the plants. He wanted to be the thorn in, in Pal- Palpatine's, uh, or Sidious's like, you know, that he wasn't expecting. He wanted to, um, but but by him being captured, he's going to be immobilized. He's not going to be able to do what he wanted to do. And, uh, yeah, I think he's he wants revenge, mm-hmm. first and foremost. And so if he's captured, he, he, can't, he can't do anything. He can't it's, do any of it. Yeah. So whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And that was his chance, and it's over, and he's freaking out. And, and then the, the last scene is Ahsoka, like, staring off while she's standing on the beams and I'm just like, is she, does she think she did the right thing or the wrong thing? <laughs> you know, I know I said yeah. that was one last question, but that one just popped in. She saved the day, but did she lose? Did she lose the battle? The battle or the yeah. war? Yeah, well, we'll know. We'll, we'll have to find out in the next episodes. Right. Um. So, so Clone Army, we're running short on time. And, uh, you know, I think we'll save, we'll save trivia for next week. Okay. You want to do that? Just sure. we're we're short on time and then um So okay. uh, yeah, you guys got any questions on this episode, uh you know, email us at uh clone army radio at uh, gmail.com or leave a quick tweet if you want at our Twitter page at a clone army radio. Um we'd like to hear from you and uh you know if you want to add your two cents or have a question, uh definitely uh let us know. Perfect. Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you all next time, and may the Schwartz be with you. The Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Admiral Yet. 
The $2 Small Me Cafe is the answer to your day. The question is whether you go with a rich caramel frappe paired with a warm cinnamon roll, a sweet caramel macchiato paired with a blueberry muffin made with real blueberries, or a hot chocolate paired with a classic apple fritter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Don't worry, there's never a wrong choice. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer.